right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the second episode of White Collars Red, Red Hands. Hand. Uh, if you return, thank you so much. We're here to uh, bumble our way through some more shit. Uh, yes. Once again, my name's Kashan Bachelor. And mine is Nina Kern. Now, uh, we got someone special in the midst for today. Someone we love very much, someone we appreciate. Yeah. Someone um, I'm sure really influenced the centerpieces that my mom had on our kitchen table. I know for sure it influenced what um, our tablecloths were for Thanksgiving. Okay, explain. (laughs) Uh, My mother bought these tablecloths at Kmart. Oh, mm mm-hmm. And um, if you fucked them up, you were in big trouble. Oh, yes, of course. They were gold. And they had uh, golden leaves on them, and she was really proud of them. The and very delicate tablecloths from Kmart. Hey, you know, we still have them, so. It's Martha Stewart. It's Martha Stewart. <laughs> she made my mom's prized tablecloths. My God. The, I, well, I'm sure she didn't make them. I'm sure someone in a foreign country. Yeah, someone in Bangladesh probably that they made paid it. 30 cents an hour made them, but she designed them, God damn it. Well, there we go. God, she she kicked off just like a revolution of interior design in America. And hors d'oeuvres. And hors d'oeuvres. Martha- and television shows. Yes. Uh, Emmy-nominated television shows. Yeah. Two of them, Yeah, I should say. Uh, many, many best-selling books. A, a public company uh, in, the, in the United States Stock Exchange. Still there. Still yeah. a company. Um, so she, you know, she she's left her mark. Yeah, on she's a generation. got a net worth of what is it, six hundred and twenty-eight million dollars? A lot. It's a lot of money. More than I have, or will probably ever. You know, more than I will ever have. I'm going to call it right now. I'm not ever going to be as rich as Martha Stewart. I've, you know, I'm 25 now. I, you know, something would have happened at least a little bit by now. Yeah. Yeah. She has more money than both of us combined, Kashan. She's got more money than a lot of people combined. <laughs> Everyone who lives in my building yeah. and this block. And the block. I'd assume. Anyway, yeah. uh, there's a reason she's on the show, though. Uh, and you all listening at home have probably heard Martha Stewart is a convicted felon. She's a criminal. <laughs> the legally, yes. <laughs> what did she do, Kashan? Well, <laughs> well, before we get into that... Let's talk about some backstory. All right, Martha's so. past, juicy, juicy. Uh, yeah, pr- pretty, pretty, uh, quote unquote, juicy. Uh, I would say, uh, she's she's from New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. So she's with the cake boss. <laughs> with the, uh, her and the cake boss are neighbors. That's what you know from Jersey. It's like you know who's from Jersey, the cake boss and Snooky. Okay. And my manager, Brian. And the situation. And the situation. Who also went to jail. I, that I, could be a different podcast. I was about to say, I, I didn't know that, but I'm not even an iota amount of shocked. No, I don't know what he did, to be honest with you, um, but I know he went to jail within the last year. Great. I don't, let's just say uh, violence. Let's just say that everyone from New Jersey goes to jail. Probably. Yeah. I, I think New Jersey is in itself a large prison, well, if I, I remember correctly. Well, I do remember saying in the last episode that Chris mm-hmm. Christie was a fat fuck, and he was the governor <laughs> of New Jersey, so. 
Didn't he, like, shut down all the bridges or something that one time? No, that was Lori Lightfoot when people were rioting downtown. Okay, well, that too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so she's born in New Jersey. She uh, is born uh, to, like, first-generation Polish parents. So uh, mm-hmm. they, they came here from Por- Poland. Her last name uh, as she was born, uh, God, I looked up uh, Post- the pronunciation Post-tra. from this. It's like, it's like, uh, Castria? Cas- 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 yeah. Or Casitra. Uh, God damn, I'm butchering this. We don't uh, have to say it. Castira. Castira. <laughs> it's something like that. Something, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Martha Stewart, she was she married into that name uh, later, as we'll find out. Uh, one of my favorite uh, facts about her young life is that she uh, lived in Nutley, New Jersey, which uh, Nutley is just such a fun name. Just imagine being like, hey, hey wh- where are you from? Uh, Nutley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Nutland, New Jersey. That, well, that's not the accent. I mean, that beautiful southern New yeah, Jersey. <laughs> South New Jersey. <laughs> no, New- Nutland, New Jersey. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, this is well, That's good. Uh, also, uh, another favorite fact is that she somehow, I don't, I like, I couldn't find information on how she met them, but she was the um, babysitter for some famous New York Yankees, which I'm a big baseball fan. So she, uh, like, babysitter for Mickey Mantle's kids, one of the best uh, players of all time, uh, Yogi Berra, one of the best catchers of all time. They're both in the Hall of Fame. Uh, and she... And, and Gil McDougald. Uh, yeah, and Gil McDougald. I, I didn't know who Gil McDougald was, but the other two I did know, so... Well, they were all players of the New York Yankees. Yeah, so. and, and she, you know... She babysat was... all their kids and fucked all the dads. Oh, God. That's some, that would be some good erotic fan fiction. To anyone out there who can write, please write oh, some erotic. I can. Oh, I can. Well, there we go. So, fun fact about me. This is, <laughs> I can't even believe I'm admitting this right now. Oh, perfect. So, um, has nothing to do with Martha Stewart. Pause, Martha. So, um, this girl that I went to junior high with, her uh. name was Ashley. She um, enlisted me mm-hmm. to write erotic <laughs> In seventh grade, when I was a big fat virgin, so like twelve, I was yeah twelve or thirteen. Okay, um, I wrote Harrison Ford erotica about Harrison Ford and Ashley. Like Harrison Ford as himself, or yep. like Harrison Ford as one of his characters? Nope, himself. God, she that's... had a Harrison Ford thing, and I would write erotica about them. What little I knew about sex. Did she pay you? No. Oh, so you were doing this pro bono. Yeah, and I really want to know if she still has it. I hope not. Well, I'm, I want to know if she still uses it. Ah! <laughs> if you know, you know, at the if time, you know what I'm I saying. didn't know that she probably was masturbating to that. At the time, I was like, oh, yeah, she just likes to read it. <laughs> just, just like what, I was a stupid kid. Just like when men say they, they uh, read Playboy for the articles. Yeah, it's right? for their articles. Of course. Uh <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to... Sorry, back to Martha Stewart. Back to Martha. Uh, fucking Yogi Berra. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure he wanted to because at this time... She uh, was a fox. Yeah, and she was so hot that she was a model, like a professional model in uh, in high school. And that lasted into her college days where she talks about how she just, as a side gig, she would model to get through Which college. Which is not really a side gig. If we... You know, modeling is not easy. It's not something that you just like, hmm, I do it on the side. But Martha did it. That's how much of a badass she is. Yeah, and she, and I'm not, not like local companies, like random modeling jobs, like for uh, her biggest client was Chanel. Yeah, that's like (laughs) a big fucking deal. Exactly. And uh, rumored she was making uh, 50 an hour back in the, 
It was like the 60s. Yeah, that was a lot of money. Well, actually, it probably would have been the 50s because she got married in 61. Yeah, but she was born in 41. Okay, so, so, so it's probably like, the 60s. I guess you're 18. Late 50s, early, early 60s. 60s. We'll call Whatever. it Whatever. $50 was a lot, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't make $50 an hour now. No. So. We're both, we both make a tipped wage, so we make eight, $840 now. We used to make 640 and in certain places like Indiana, just across the way, I think they make like literally still two something. Yeah, when I worked in Tennessee in college, I made 219 an hour plus tips. Capitalism's broken, people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so she's so she's going to college. Um, she's going to uh, Bernard College of Columbia University. Uh, my favorite thing is that she she was going to be a chemist, which I have a degree in biology, so that's really funny to me to see her like Martha Stewart, but instead of like her like nice uh, blouses with like a brooch and like her hair all done up, like see her in like a lab coat and like some goggles, like working with a fucking diffuser. I think she Great. probably still could have looked the way she looked, but blown shit up. Because that's how she is. Oh, so we're talking about fun chemist. We're talking about Bill Nye chemist. I'm Martha Stewart, and I blow shit up. Dude, she could have been the female Bill Nye. Martha Stewart, the science lady, does not. Martha, 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 Martha. 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 It does not Uh, ring a bell. Does not roll off the tongue. It doesn't roll off the tongue, yeah. She met met her husband when she was in college. He was a uh, recent grad. (laughs) Lovebirds. She fell in love with a lawyer, something you don't want to do. No. Yeah, they'll steal your car. Lawyers I, will steal your car? Does I don't know. You they have a lawyer steal your car? They're shady is the point. But, yes, they are. But he was a big-time lawyer from Yale. So, oh, Yale University. Mm-hmm. That Ivy League. So uh, so she, she, she married uh, him. What's his name? Uh, all I know is his last name is Andrew. Stuart. Andrew. Andrew Stewart. Uh, Andy. Andy Stewart. Uh, but she did end up finishing uh, her college. Uh, she had a double major in history and architectural history, which is extremely so, uh, fucking boring. History degrees were pointless then, and they are pointless now, if you learn nothing else from this podcast. Yeah, uh, no offense to all of our history major listeners. But your degree is stupid. Yeah, I mean. So is my theater degree. Yeah, well, I know a lot of people with theater degrees. A lot of people with uh, psychology degrees, too. So, yeah. And guess what? They all work with us in a restaurant. They do. Uh, <laughs> you, too, can go be in tons of debt and work in a restaurant. <laughs> uh, Martha ended up taking on her uh, her father-in-law's profession uh, on the side of modeling. Uh, she was a stockbroker. So, so She really was. Okay, like, all right, you know, we're making fun of her, but she actually was really smart. No, yeah, she seems like, like, when it comes to business and, like, money and companies, she knew what the fuck she was doing. Because it's just like, oh, my second career as a stockbroker. It's like, no, people, like, go to school just to be a stockbroker, Martha. I mean, and also, in 1967, she was being a stockbroker. She had to be one of the only female stockbrokers at the time. Oh, of course. She ended up sitting on the board of the New York Stock Exchange at one point. She was sitting on the face of the New York Stock Exchange? (laughs) Sure. Sure. That's that's probably how she told it to friends. She's like, I'm sitting on the New York Stock Exchange's face. (laughs) Um, But no, she knows what she's doing. Uh, Beauty and brains. Just like the woman who developed the... uh, radar positioning system for torpedoes. She was an actress. Fun fact. Look that up. It's a fun story. Oh, nice. Um, so she, she ends up becoming a, a stockbroker, and uh, her husband uh, founds this publishing company. 
that he served as a CEO for. And this publishing company ended up hitting it big. You know, they became very lucrative. Um, they published, like, uh, it was an English adaptation, like The Secret World of Gnomes, I believe. Oh, the Secret Book of Gnomes. Uh, <laughs> it was by a Dutch, like, some Dutch authors that they made an English version of. And it was, like, a big hit, I guess. I've never heard of it. But I, but now if you were I a child. read it. I'm about to say, if you were a child in the 1960s and you read uh, The Secret Book of Gnomes book? from the 70s. You think they made an adult book called The Secret Book well, of Gnomes? <laughs> but what if it's not about actual gnomes? What if it's just called It's that? a metaphor? That's even worse if it's The Secret Book of Gnomes. It's oh, like yeah, a no, metaphor it's for... it's definitely a children's book. <laughs> it's like this book's actually about the Cold War, though. It's so It contains before fictional the stories and guides about how gnomes live in harmony with their environment, such as what a gnome has in his first aid kit and how a gnome's house is built. Great. Riveting. Great. Uh, anyway, that somehow sells. It becomes really popular. So he makes, uh, he, he, he's hit it big. He's doing good. She's doing good as a stockbroker at this time. Mm-hmm. But she's also, uh, when she was younger, uh, she learned to sew. Her grandma taught her to like can things. Her grandma had like a ranch out in like Buffalo, as New York. As every woman should know how to do. <laughs> back, back in the 60s, they were like, you need to know how to can shit. Yeah, because the only job you're going to have is selling Tupperware Tupperware parties, which I think people... Mary Kay. I think people still do. My girlfriend actually was just invited to a Tupper, like a virtual Tupperware party what? over the break. Yeah, I know. Uh, I have gone to a Mary Kay party, and it, I wanted to shoot myself in the mouth. It, feel, it sounds like it's awful. They're not fun. The only one that sounds fun is I did... I, one of my friend's moms in high school did the same thing but with sex toys. Yeah, though, I've never been to one of those, that's, but that's that gotta be fun. They just, like, pull out some dildos and they're like, hey, you know? Like, whipping them around. I'm assuming... Dildos. Yeah, I'm assuming that's... I, I don't know. I don't know what they do at those sex parties. I think they just, like, show it to you and they're like... And they, they're like, come over, have some wine, and we'll have a risque party risque world. Risque party. Well, I'll show you, a, like, a wet wabbit. A wet... Uh, yeah. Or one of those, uh, dicks that sticks on the wall. It's a suction cup dildo? Yeah. Yeah. It seems... Those no- things. It just seems normal. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go extreme. Um, let's... I can't think of anything extreme right now. <laughs> okay. It's like, just at the end of, like, a jackhammer, because that's what I'm thinking. Ah! I think probably be, like, five grand, though. Not that's, worth it. No. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyway, she uh, ends up, she's still into cooking at this time. Um, she, people need to eat. <laughs> people need to eat. And she ended up, she ended up like making a business with one of her old model friends in her basement that was a catering company. Norma Collier. Norma Collier. Well, is I it believe. Collier or Collier? Because my, I have a friend who that is how they spell their last name and it's Collier. I don't know, actually. You have you seem to have some real world uh, knowledge on the last world name C O L L I E R. So Collier, we'll go with Collier. She had a business with her, and this is the first time that someone cited um, <laughs> difficulties working with Martha Stewart. Uh, we'll, we'll find out that through her entire career, uh, she's kind of cutthroat. Been a big old bitch. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's she's kind of cutthroat. I mean, that's the world of American. Uh, capitalism and, and, and working in a company, I believe. Now, that but, I don't agree that it's okay, but I think that's how it is now. Sh- I would have to imagine that she had to be, you know, as much as you don't want to call someone a big old bitch, she probably had to be a big old bitch because, you know, she's she's working as a stockbroker. Yeah. 
you know, um, the sexual harassment with models, I'm sure, was worse than it is today. You know, she oh, probably for sure. You yeah. know, she had to be a boss ass bitch in order to get stuff done. So it doesn't surprise me that she is quote unquote difficult to work with. She did stab her friend in the back, though, by taking catering jobs on the side. So she started this catering company with her, and then her friend's like, it's hard working with you. You're way too, you're, you're a perfectionist. You're micromanaging everything. And then on, on the side, she was like, man, I'll just go take some jobs without her because well, she's Norma like dead weight. Holding, Norma was holding her back. So Norma Collier, Collier, if you're listening, I just want you to know your life has worth. All right. Norma, we're sorry. We're, I'm sorry for what Martha Stewart did to you. You shouldn't uh, have been treated that way. But she did buy you out of your part of the company, so... You're fine. You got something out of it. Uh, I wonder if they're still friends. I, no, I would assume not, right? We, you never know. I feel like maybe maybe Norma came back and was like, Oh, hey, Martha. Hey, I, Martha. I saw your TV show. My husband's in prison and he needs bail. And she never got married. She just wanted the money. Yeah. That's... That's Norma. <laughs> That's Norma. Um, so she's doing that. She has this catering company now all to herself. She ends up catering one of her uh, husband's publishing events. And uh, another man from another publishing company uh, eats her food. He's like, man, I really like I really like what this is all about. I like the cut of your jib, as it were. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that at all. What? That the, sounds so gross. The cut of your jib? It's a ship part. It's an old sailing metaphor. Mm. Cut of your jib. How many people know that, Kashan? Well, me. And you. Cool. <laughs> One person. Anyway, he liked her flair. How's that? And he he approached her and said that uh, he wanted her to write a cookbook that he would publish. Uh, which she did. Uh, that first one was ghost-ridden, by the way, which I think is funny. Is, uh, she came up with some know? of the recipes, but it was ghost-ridden. Do we know what the ghost-writer name was? Yeah, it's uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hawes. Hawes. There it is. Yeah, uh, she doesn't She doesn't have anything really on the internet, so... Huh. It's like she was popular in the 70s. Another body falls under the feet of the, of the towering Stewart. aspect that is Martha Stewart. <laughs> she got that one. Uh, it was a big success. She followed that with multiple... Uh, cookbooks that were also a big hit in America throughout the 80s. books and entertaining books. She was Mm -hmm. the hostess with the mostest. Well, literally her first book was called Entertaining. Yeah. So so she kind of made this thing about uh, cooking and also like presentation, home decor, uh, crafts, you know, she's big into crafts. The Um, woman loves to craft. She's she's a She's making. crafty as fuck. So, so she made all of these, uh, and she's authoring uh, newspaper columns. Mm-hmm. She's in magazines. Yes. She's just putting out a bunch of uh, stuff on entertaining dinner party life. You know, which, yeah. which I think nowadays, I don't, I, don't, I don't know anyone who does this. We're in our twenties though, so maybe it's a thing. But do you have any friends that they're like? Anyway, come over to my house on Friday. Okay, I'm having I, a couple of couples over. I'm gonna be naked. I'm gonna be making a nice fondue. I do have one friend who kind of does that shit. Yeah, but is it fun? Yeah, because we just get. I mean, it's like me and all my work friends from my other job, and we like get really drunk and eat her delicious food. Yeah, I guess that's. I guess that's fair. We had a Valentine's Day party where we had like a, she made like a dessert charcuterie board. Was, How is it on a dessert charcuterie board? Well, it didn't have any real cheese on it. It was like it's brownies, 
No, it oh. was just like a dec- it was just like a bunch of hodgepodge of desserts that looked pretty on the board, and we sat around in lingerie and ate. Um, in lingerie. <laughs> I I don't understand the reason for that. Because we wanted to look hot, so we sat around in lingerie and ate our brownie charcuterie board and drank. This is, it's not gay at all. This sounds like the beginning of the story from the back of Penthouse. <laughs> well, so. But my friend is super into doing that shit, and she's good at it. Okay, well. But I, she is the only person I know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like it's that no, big of a thing anymore. No, it's not that popular. But Mar- we have the internet. Yeah, you don't, we don't have, need yeah. to do that. It's not like a, every Friday night, this is your escape. It's also, I mean, this is for, like, suburban families a lot of the time. Right. I feel like, get away from the kids, you know. We'll yeah. all go get wine drunk and eat various cheeses and pretend like we're fancier than we actually are for, like, one night. Yes. You know, to bring small meaning to your lives. Mm-hmm. But and, but she she found a really great way to monetize she that. She uh, so, so she's growing, you know. She's getting... Uh, she's getting appearances on all the biggest things. Oprah Winfrey, uh, Larry King Live. The Today uh, Show. The Today Show. All of these things. So she becomes big and she becomes a household name. So she starts her own magazine called Martha Stewart Living. Yes. Wh- which was like a, a, a monthly magazine you get her and it's got all these things. Like Back little in craft. the day, yeah. children, yeah. you used to subscribe to magazines. Yeah, now and you're... they'd come once a month in the mail <laughs> to your house. <laughs> and then you'd read them, and you had to read the same magazine until the next issue came out. And then you, and then you give all of them to your local dentist, and the dentist <laughs> yes. puts it on his table. And then someone else who's less fortunate on you in subscription areas can read it there before their root canals. Yes. Um. But I did want to mention this. So she had all these things happen. After her divorce was finalized, yeah, uh, it, well, not the books, but the television show. I was going to say uh, ninety, right? Nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety, which is separated since eighty-seven, though. Yeah, so I would think that after the television show and the magazine came out, that was probably not part of their agreement, like to split shit. You think they had like a prenup? Well, probably not a prenup. You know, I'm not super versed in divorce law. Uh-huh. But, you know, you usually split shit 50-50. So if she was making more money than him, she would have to pay him some sort of alimony or something like that. Because I guarantee hmm. that Andy Stewart, his net worth is probably not $600 million. Uh, no, no, I'd assume not. I mean, I'd suppose, like, he also was doing well for himself, though. Yeah, I mean, he was doing yeah. well for himself, but she's lucky they got divorced when they did. Yeah. Because imagine if they would have gotten divorced in, like, 92. She would have owed him so much more shit. Yeah, because she didn't have all all of her assets yeah. at that point. Uh, so good for you, Martha. I will go into a little spinoff on her dating life. She dated uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yes. For a while. I did know about this. Yeah, and then uh, after the Silence of the Lambs was she released. She was like, I can't date you anymore. He's like, I can only see you as Hannibal Lecter, which good on you, Sir Anthony Hopkins, for performing so well that your girlfriend broke up with you. That's 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 true acting. You know, Anthony Hopkins doesn't blink that entire movie. Seriously? Yeah. So he was, like, obviously studying... Um, people who are like serial killers and people who are mentally insane mm-hmm. and whatever Hannibal Lecter's diagnosis is um, a symptom of that diagnosis I guess is that people don't blink weird or like it's like 
they have to really think about it. They don't just blink their eyes. So he does not blink that entire film. That's fucking terrifying. I gotta go back and watch it again yeah. with that in mind. Yeah. That sounds really fucking scary. Yeah. I do know that, I mean, the performance is great. Oh, so. he's fantastic. <laughs> but so she's dating Sir Anthony Hopkins uh, on and off, but she ends up having this this uh, magazine also blows up. She's doing great. Um, so much so that she uh, ends up starting, uh, she ends up starting a TV show. Based off of the magazine. Yeah, same name, Martha Stewart Living, where she does kind of the same thing. She comes uh, weekly with little craft projects or how to, like, dishes to cook and uh, how to decorate for it and different holidays, mm-hmm. like little things to do mm-hmm. uh, as you're going along for uh, entertaining people as they come over. Um, Especially during the holiday time. She had a lot of primetime holiday specials on the CBS network. Oh, yeah. Like decorating eggs for Easter. Easter. I think I've actually even seen that somewhere. Holly reeds. Uh, probably like some cornucopia things around Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. yeah, Thanksgiving. I almost said Easter. <laughs> the cor- the uh, good cornucopia old- is, uh, is, is respectable for any occasion. No, it's not. Uh-huh. If you bust out a cornucopia at like your birthday party, I- I'm going to leave. I want one. I will not be there. <laughs> it's in November, so it is actually a little bit wow. expected. Wow. Uh, it blows up. She uh, is getting like a bunch of notoriety. She's very popular. So much so that she ends up buying the rights to all of her, all of her products. So the books, uh, the magazine, the TV show, which at this time were published through someone else, so she wasn't the sole owner of all the rights to them, and, and decides that uh, it's best for her to incorporate them all in one big company that she owns which is Martha Stewart Living Omnimedia. Omnimedia. Which is a terrifying name. Yeah, I don't know where she came up with that, but... it's Well, om, I think Omni means, like, all-encompassing, right? Like, yeah. all-encompassing. It's like just all-encompassing. Yeah, all-encompassing like God media. is omnipresent. Yeah, and Martha Stewart is, is omnimedia. Also, she is all-media, all-seeing media. Uh, so, so she joins that. She was the chairwoman president and ceo which this goes back to obviously she's got a thing where she wants to run shit yeah i mean she she doesn't she doesn't trust other people to do the job correctly so she's gonna fucking run shit yeah i mean i think it's respectable it is respectable i couldn't do it i I definitely wouldn't want to work for her no thank you i don't want her to be my mom i don't want to get in bed with her but i think it's respectable i mean her daughter did come out and say in her book and also in some interviews that when she invites her over for dinner sometimes she'll eat something that her daughter Alexis has cooked and she'll be like just push it away be like this is terrible (laughs) well here's the thing if my mom was Martha Stewart I just wouldn't even try cooking for her and I'd be like, we're ordering takeout. You're worth $628 million. That's what she does now. She told her, she's like, I don't invite my mom over anymore. I wouldn't. <laughs> she's like, yeah, dude, we just, we don't do that. I wouldn't do it either. I don't blame her. Good for you, Alexis. Alexis, if you're listening, I think your cooking's great. I'd eat it. I'd eat it. And not just because I'm really hungry because I only eat breakfast, right? You only eat breakfast? Yeah. I had a giant taco salad earlier. I'm sitting pretty. Breakfast was at noon also, so. Well, it's eight, <laughs> so. Eight hours ago. Ah. And that's on self-health. Martha would not be pleased. Well, 
<laughs> I don't I don't live my life to please Martha Stewart, Nina. Uh, so she starts her company, Martha Stewart Living Omni Media, and she incorporates all of her brand into one house that she has complete control over, and she uh, she gets right to work at pushing her brand. This was like I think one of the first instances of someone making themselves into a brand. Like now you hear all of your your like shitty friends who think they're like uh they're like influencers, like Ugh. Instagram influencers that are like, um, I have to support my brand, but they're my literally, brand. they're literally just talking about themselves. And you're like, your brand, uh, is stupid. Yeah. Your brand fucking gets drunk and like throws up in my toilet on Saturday. You're like you don't have a brand. <laughs> you don't think Martha Stewart's throwing any ragers getting wine drunk, puking on the carpet. I bet she did. I don't know. I feel like she's very like, in control of herself, you know, like she's really I narrow. I will not. You know, puke. she's like, she's like, if I have more than one and a half glasses of wine, I might compromise myself and say something. Like she might seems like she really my brand. She really seems like she watches everything with like a very you know, like an eagle eye. Like, oh, is this hmm, like am I doing the right divorced. thing? You know. <laughs> I wouldn't be down for it. So she she starts uh she starts a uh, companion website, a catalog business, which is called Martha by Mail. Uh, <laughs> very funny, you know. And she she's also got like a direct to consumer floral business, so she's expanding I just her brand. Don't understand like how she? I'm sorry, I just don't understand how she was able to do all this. Like, what do you mean? Well, she's just like juggling so many things. Yeah, I, don't... I just I'm like, how did you mean like? Oh, and by the way, we're also going to do a direct-to-customer floral business. Like, what? How are you running that as well? I don't know. Like, I know people are working for her. Yeah. But it's just like you have so many facets. Is that the word I'm looking for? To, like, this one company. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I feel like I feel like she was the ideas person, and she knew exactly how she wanted to represent herself and how she wanted herself to come off. So she came up with the ideas of like ways to push her brand forward, and then she, you know, she was good at surrounding herself with other people that would do it exactly how she wanted to do right. it to be done. Yes. You know, and go that, my little minion. Exactly. Make my direct to customer floral business. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes, Martha. Yes, yes, Martha. yes, yes, Martha. Whatever you need, Martha. Whatever you say, Martha. <laughs> Do you need your feet rubbed, Martha? <laughs> Do you want your toes licked, Martha? Do you want your back scratched, Martha? Do you want me to tell Alexa she sucks, Martha? <laughs> yes, in that order. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the company. It grows so big that she can go public with it, which is a big thing for a company. Is be like you have to reach a pretty large uh, monument to go public with your yeah. company on the stock exchange and really like be like this is a profitable business that people want to invest in, and people did want to invest in it. It uh, it went public at sixteen dollars a share, and by the end of the day uh, trading, I think it had jumped up to like like. Or no, 18. It started at 18 and it jumped to 38 by the end of sharing that That's day. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was such a big jump. I don't jump. know much about stocks, but that sounds crazy. <laughs> I don't know much, but... Damn. That's a lot of, that's a lot of money. Uh, that is a lot of money. It was. It was so much that uh, just in that one day she became the uh, first female self-made billionaire. Pretty dope. Yeah. Or uh, I might be quoting that wrong, actually. I think she became the first... No, a she was, millionaire. No, billionaire. Billionaire? Yep. Yeah, okay, first first billionaire. Now, uh, that being said, at the end of the day, I mean, stocks are volatile. It ended up dropping yeah, down a little bit o- over still. the coming time. And within two years, it was actually 
uh, less than, uh, less than started, what it started at at 16. But, um, but she didn't sell a lot of her company either is the thing. Uh, she was and still is to this day the majority owner of the company uh, at 94%. So she only sold 6% of her company on the public market. I think that's smart. Yeah, especially for her. She's like, I want, you know, she if doesn't want to give up control of her company. Control, like- yeah, her shareholders are like, you know, you own almost none of it. She doesn't have any big partners. She owns, and it, it's fair because the company is her. Yeah. At the end of the day, everything has Martha Stewart on it. The company's her. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's more than fair. Yeah. But so that that was her monumental rise, you know. Yeah. Uh, starting from uh, a well-to-do but not you know uber wealthy uh, Polish family in New Jersey. Uh, but she very easily could have just been a housewife. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But you know, she especially just starting just been a model. Yeah, she could have little catering business out of her house. But then she became a billionaire, which yeah. I think is respectable. And it is. But we come to the part where we got to talk about. Uh, what did she do, Kashan? The fall. There we go. What did she do? Well, you know, just a little bit of, well, a little bit of insider trading and lying to to federal agents. Just a little bit of that. Wah, wah. Uh, so this is a big thing, and she by far she was uh the most famous person included in it. But there were a lot of other people included uh in what happened in this case of the uh. The Imclone, which is a uh, medical, uh, like pharmaceutical company, mm-hmm. that she owned two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of stock in. That's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, quarter of a million, right? Yeah. Uh, to us, I mean, I know to her, like six six hundred ninety eight. Is that what it was? Um, six hundred and twenty eight. Six hundred twenty eight million. They, you know, a quarter of a million maybe doesn't seem like that much, but still quite a bit. They were developing a uh, a drug that was supposed to be used. Uh, to help stop tumor growth and colon cancer, uh, Aributin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looked like it was going to be, they called it a blockbuster uh, drug, which is very funny. Like, I, I want to see someone who's so, so into pharmaceutical companies and trained. They're like, this is a blockbuster drug. You got it. You got to well, look into it. I also feel like if you have colon cancer, it probably is blocked with a tumor. So it really is a blockbuster. Oh, my God. God, oh, bam, bam. that's the that's the bad joke alarm. Uh, so, so they. But you're laughing. Oh yeah, I know. I love me a good bad joke. That's why. That's why I invited you here. Yeah, because I only tell bad jokes. Oh my god. Uh, so they they have this uh, blockbuster drug that's coming out, and uh, they're about to get their FDA certification for it. Which uh, I guess if you talk to people inside, like in the know, they were like, "It's gonna get it." Uh, trials are going well, so so stocks were rising, mm-hmm. you know. But then, but like all stocks rise, so much they, they fall, fall. Uh, which they did uh, by quite a bit. Actually, they fell sixteen uh, percent uh, in one day after the FDA did not approve the drug in a in a what they twist reversal. The only problem is is that. For some reason, a lot of people sold a lot of their stocks in Imclone the very day before that was released. Yes. A lot of people. Because mm. we're not talking about... Mar- Strange. And Martha Stewart was one of them. She sold all of her stake, all uh, like 3,000 and something shares valued at $250,000 or 250 Yeah, so all of them are worth that much. But um, what is so interesting to me is that even when this fell, like, okay, yes, this is a lot of money for the average person, but we're talking about a self-made billionaire, a woman who has this much money. 
So she sold those to avoid a loss of like a little over forty five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean Like really you're gonna I mean, you know Yeah. You know, I didn't even make that much last year. I'm a poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. Come on, Martha, you're fine. Which is the thing too, but I think I think the biggest thing to take away from this year is that this probably happens more than we think. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like like someone gets an insider tip. Uh, and as long as you know the right people, you can really manipulate uh, the market of the like the company that is America almost at this yeah. point. Um, because and, and it's not a victimless crime. It seems like a victimless crime, but it's not a victimless crime because there are other shareholders in the company that didn't know, and right. they're the ones getting the brunt of the loss. Especially when people start panic selling like that because they know something's going to happen. Uh, because the stocks go down even farther. Right. Um, so it, it really does hurt, like, thousands of just normal Americans that are, like, have, like, mutual funds that are trying to save money for their retirement later in life. And uh, Martha Stewart, not the biggest player in this. The uh, CEO, actually, uh, of of the company uh, was the biggest one. And his name was something weird. It's, it's Waxel. Mr. Waxel, uh, and he he t- he was a shady guy. There was actually uh, a bunch of things that came out about it. he like forged like uh, one of his businessmen's signatures a bunch for like personal like profit or gain. But the guy came to defend him actually and was like, "No, he did it. It was a it was a it was an error." You know? Oh yeah, it's fine. I don't have any hands. It's yes. fine for me. <laughs> what a roll of bluff check. <laughs> you know, like you're gonna have to get a nat twenty on that because like he's got hands. <laughs> Oh, shit. I don't, I don't, he like sticks them in his pockets. He's like, I don't. I don't know what you're talking I don't, I don't, about. I don't have hands. I've never had hands. These are prosthetic limbs. <laughs> See, these are the best prosthetics ever. I mean, they do make some good prosthetics. Not so much so that I'm like, that's a real hand. Okay. Fair. Especially in the, like in the early 2000s. Nah, Yeah, this man. was 01, so. Nah, man. They weren't that advanced. Uh, but so he he like sold millions worth, like millions of mil, like seven eight million dollars worth, like all of his shares in the company. <laughs> okay, here's my thing: if you all are selling shares at once, you don't think anybody's gonna notice. Exactly, it was very stupid because he he then also warned everyone else in his like all of his family who had like invested in the company as well. He all of them also sold at the same time. Uh, and then, but Martha Stewart's um, broker actually was the one who I, he he had some he had some insider uh, Peter Scoop. Peter Bakanovic and Merrill Lynch uh, they they knew each other uh, and he he told him uh, her broker to do it and then her broker told Martha and Martha's like sell it. So he sold all of it, and all these people sold all of it, uh, went down 16%. And then uh, there was obviously an investigation right, into it. All this shit happened. And basically immediately, like immediately, they were, uh, <laughs> they knew the CEOs and everything were like, Being in, in, insider trading, obviously. We know they did this. Uh, we know that they committed security fraud, which is like uh, where you lie to invest the security of your company because yeah. they basically said no. And they, oh no, I just felt like selling it. I'm bored. Yeah, and they purposely tried to fake it. Uh, now, Martha, I would know nothing about that. <laughs> Good for you. 
Anyways. 7% of women. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so Martha Stewart uh, also was charged with security fraud. It was actually the biggest charge brought against her uh, because it has like a maximum penalty of like eight years in prison. Uh, it was eventually thrown out by a judge because the judge was like, you can never prove that she lied. Like no juror would ever could ever be convinced that she lied purposely to like protect her company. Uh, there was a thing though where she basically maintained her innocence for a long time saying that uh, I told my broker just to sell when it hit $60, mm. uh, which it did reach down to 60 and, and it was sold like it, like, cause you can set stop, right. stop yeah. gaps where it's like, Oh, if I'm going to get these losses, like sell it immediately once it gets to a certain point. Yeah. Um, but they did, uh, they did ink analysis to show that there was a piece of paper and the part where it said, sell it, at 60 was in a different ink than the original ink that the whole document was penned in. Oh, that was a mistake. Yes. Uh, So she definitely lied. Um, And no one would have even brought up Martha Stewart in it because there were so many people invested in this company except for that, um, like, one of the aides to uh, Bakanovic Mm -hmm. who tipped off her broker basically fessed up to the police. And set, man, and, he threw everybody <laughs> under the bus. Yeah, he was like, he was like, he knew. Stitches get stitches, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, don't, if you witness a crime, say something. <laughs> eh, depends on what the crime is. Yeah, well, okay. Well, if it's like jaywalking, I guess don't like call the police and be like, I don't be that guy. He was like, I'm someone's jaywalking across the street. Police come and get them. But, um, there's but been you, some crime on my street lately that I've turned a blind eye to. Like murder? No. Drugs? Yes. Drugs are fine. The, the, yeah. The war on drugs is a completely different episode about it's racist and, and, Terrible. Rid- and ridiculous. It's and stupid. And they're well, victimless yeah, crimes. So. But like I said in this one, although it seems like it might be a victimless crime, it really isn't to be doing insider trading and fucking with the stock market because you're fucking with like millions of normal Americans at yes, the same time. No, I agree. So basically he fesses up and he's like, no, he knew. I knew he knew. He told everyone and they all, they all sold it because they knew. Yeah. They have a trial for her. Uh, she maintains her innocence throughout, even like the day of she like was seen going to the courthouse being like, I'm sure that they'll come back. Like I didn't do anything. I don't understand how they can convict me. I didn't do anything illegal. She's built this image of such a wholesome person that I'm sure she thought that her image would save her. But she wrong. She wrong. She for sure wrong because she got uh, thrown into jail. Yeah, she got convicted of like the other eight charges besides that security fraud charge that uh, got thrown out, which included uh, obstruction of justice, lying to federal agents, uh, and then insider trading, obviously being mm-hmm. the biggest one. So, so she got convicted for the crime and then also lying to cover up the crime purposefully. Um, and she she did get sentenced to jail time, although uh, the CEO of uh, Imclone got like eight years. Poor baby. Uh, I know. Uh, th- this is actually the time where we talked about Rob Lagoyevich last time. Mm-hmm. Being like, oh man, eight years wasn't enough. This time I'm like, eight years is a good amount. Like, yeah, like, no, no, no. That one. Like, this is deserving for the crime. I think they got it right on this one. Yeah, they, yeah. I would agree. They put him away for eight years. Uh, Donald Trump didn't have to come to his aid and uh, commute his sentence. So they put him away. Martha Stewart gets five months uh, as well as her broker. So she does, well, she got sentenced to longer than five months. I think she got sentenced to like, 15 months but she did five in prison and then she did five months outside of prison on house like conviction yeah but wasn't she allowed to leave for like 48 hours a week 
Yeah. So basically, she was just quarantined. Yeah. But she basically, was fine. as long as we've been going through the pandemic, she had Martha to, Stewart was in jail. She had to be sure in jail. She had cushy, cushy jail. Uh huh. She taught. You know, like her family tried to get her to certain jails, which actually the judge was like, let her go to her first choice. Which is such bullshit. She was like, but my mother, she has to visit me. Yeah, I don't think you should kind of be able to do stuff like that. Like that's well, kind of ridiculous. You, you're a, be you're able a convicted to. felon. Like you shouldn't be able to be like, I want to go to this prison, and then the judge be like, yeah. Well, okay. you know, she probably slipped him some money. Yeah. Which is still illegal. She did to him what she did to the New York Stock Exchange. Yes. I'm sure, hey, come on, like she would probably did. What? Gave him some money so she could go to Connecticut. Oh, maybe. But it didn't actually end up working out like that. She ended up going to the place she didn't want to go to. West Virginia? Mountain Mama, take me home, country roads. Uh, It it was the one all out in the woods where, like, she didn't want to go there. Uh, But the other two prisons were, like, one ended up closing, uh, like, because something happened, like a disaster happened there. Oh, it was a hurricane. Was in the Hurricane Ivan was in the area, so that one closed, and the other one was at capacity because they moved people to it from the one that closed. So they ended up sending her to the one on the boonies anyway. Poor Martha. Yeah, I was going to say I don't think she had that bad of a time. Uh, her the She's inmates fine. called her M Diddy. Madame Diddy. Madame Diddy. Which, if I ever meet Martha Stewart, I refuse to call her anything besides M Diddy well, if I meet her. Um, they were in West Virginia, so it was probably Madame Diddy. Is that is that a West Virginia accent? Well, they're like hick. I don't even know. They're I'm hick. honestly asking. That's like where Appalachia West is. West Virginia? Like that? Yeah, West Virginia. Oh, West Virginia. Oh, West get, o- get over here, M. Diddy. Why don't you come into my cell come and teach me how to... Come over here, M. Diddy, and teach me how <laughs> to souffle this chicken. <laughs> Just souffleing a chicken? Yep. Teach me how to crotchet. 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 Do you know how to knit? Knit. Knit and crotchet. I want to knit a noose. A noose. Yeah. Oh man, Jeffrey mm-hmm. Epstein was not at this prison. Oh, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. No one was cares. Was Ghislaine Maxwell? God, I wish. You know they took her off. Sorry, different podcast, but apparently they took her off Suicide Watch. Yeah. Didn't they release her from prison too? I did not hear that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Different podcast. Yeah. Anyways, um, she she keeps up her image in prison. Which which here's the thing. Uh, I don't know. Like obviously Martha Stewart isn't. Uh, this like personified housewife that she puts on television and that she puts in her magazines. She has a lot of knowledge because she comes up with a lot of it and she's very smart. And she's creative. She is, but she's a business person. Right. And she's a business person that has uh, made a name for herself by being able to market herself. And she did a really good job with this too you know a lot of people thought that like oh man she's gonna get depressed because she went to prison and she's gonna show that uh that she's a broken person now uh no no she she just went there taught him how to uh crotch it and uh went by went by m nitty diddy and had all these friends in prison and comes out with people honestly didn't hurt her brand that much she did have to in the very aftermath didn't she have to give up some of her power? Yes. She was actually, uh, like, not sued, but she was taken to civil court uh, by the SEC, which is the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do, like, security stuff, and they ended up forcing her to pay back uh, triple the losses. Oh, fuck. Yeah, which is the maximum that you can actually require someone to do. So it was, like, over $100,000 she had to pay back. 
uh, to the U.S. government. And then she also agreed that for five years she could not hold uh, any position in a company that deals with uh, detailing financials of a of a public company. So yeah. she ended up having to step down as a chairperson, CEO, and all that stuff of her and own president company. of her own company, and also step down from that. Uh, seat on the board of the New York Stock Exchange and she was on the board of like one more company. She had to step down from all of those and she couldn't hold that for five whole years. $45,000 doesn't seem so bad now, does it, Martha? No. No. And then, well, her TV show also got pulled from the air so she had, like, it hurt her brand a little bit. For a little bit. But but she rebounded. I was about to say, in the long run, Definitely not, though. Now, see, here's my biggest question, though. While she was in jail, uh-huh. did she do what she does to Alexis? Like, they served her prison food, and she's like, no, this is awful. I can't eat it. Oh, man, like Cisco, because they're, they're the ones who, they do all the food for prisons in America, and they also do, like, all the food for uh, high schools, yeah. which is very funny. Well, uh, that food is close to prison food. Exactly. And they literally, they give them, like, that, that like, McRib-shaped patty, and oh. she's like, ugh. This is terrible. I can't. <laughs> I just... Do you know who I am? If you... At least give me a top and nod with it. Please. <laughs> Please. Just a little salt and pepper. Probably not. She probably got better food than that, actually. Oh, I'm sure she did. In prison. Because you can pay for better food in a lot of those prisons. Oh, so. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. Weird. There's, Sounds there's like a, capitalism. They're just price points. Yeah, well, that's the that was the problem with making our prison system uh, a private... <laughs> company basically like companies own prisons uh, because they do shit like that where they're like oh yeah you could just have a better prison sentence as long as you pay us a lot of money different podcast that is this podcast that's oh, the shit. whole that is the point of this podcast is that there's problems with our justice system uh, no yeah, yeah that and, the, is the and, point and the problems really affect poorer people way more, more than, than they do people. anyone with money yeah, and, no, you're and right. it's because of the privatization of the prison system. So we need to look at these examples of of public, like like rich people who commit crimes and don't uh, get the same treatment that people normally would when they commit crimes that are you know like Not like vic- nearly as bad. victimless crimes like smoking some weed in like Arizona where I'm from or, or in Ohio yes yeah, ste- stealing a bag of chips or something from a convenience store when you're like 18 and you get tried as an adult you get like you know, a long prison sentence because the judge was having a bad day. Because they don't get their day in the media like these people get their day right. in the media. Right. And the thing is, is this this didn't mess with her. I mean, no, she, I mean, they pulled her back. She ended up, uh, her TV show came back after a little bit. After five years, she, it was more than five years, but in 2012, she came back as the CEO of uh, Martha Stewart Living Omnimedia. Uh, so she regained control of her company. Uh, it's like bigger than ever. Actually, yeah. she's still doing a lot of work. She's got another Emmy Award nominated show with Snoop Doggy Dog. Yes, she does. Uh, <laughs> Martha and Snoop's uh, what is it? Potluck dinner party. party. I almost said like block party. No, uh, it's dinner a party. potluck dinner party. Where they literally they have a bunch of guests on. They make like food together, and then they all sit around and they answer fun questions while they like drink eat. wine and eat. I want to be on it. I mean, I wouldn't mind being on it, too. But if you watch clips from it, though, like, Martha Stewart seems out of place. Like, Snoop Dogg is fucking hilarious. I, l- I like... I mean, she was there for the name. Yeah. 
But like like we were talking about before. Yeah, and and this is another thing. It seems like you have Snoop Dogg yeah. who pulls one audience, and, and Martha Stewart that pulls, pulls the other another audience. audience. And that's when I got to think. It's like, what was her motivation for this? Like, like because when I see them interact on the show, I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like like they hang out afterwards. They probably don't, but what I, you know, my viewpoint on that is what we were talking about earlier about, like, how many of our friends actually have dinner parties? You know, how many of our friends actually are trying to do this shit? She had a huge audience 30 years ago. Uh Well, now this newer generation, we don't care. We can just Google it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I've got to make something. Like, I don't need to buy, I don't need a Martha Stewart cookbook. I don't need Martha Stewart this. So, if she's got Snoop Dogg, she's gaining control of an entire generation that she wouldn't have, who wouldn't have watched her, viewed her show otherwise. Yeah. Or cared about her otherwise. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, there's this old lady who cooks food. Yeah. And she's old. She's 79. Yeah, and she she seems kind of bland in the show now. Like, she... she, She's uh, old. She's tired. Yeah, she kind of sits back and she's like, man, she, she does a good job at, like, listening and not talking over people, which is nice, but, um... Because sometimes you get that from old, rich, white ladies. Yes, they lot. love to talk so over they people. They love to talk over people. Um, As a white lady, I love to talk. So sometimes I talk over people. Well, sometimes I talk over people, too. So I think that's... We all are on our own different spot in the journey of self-growth. Talking over people. <laughs> but so, yeah, she's got Snoop Dogg on. It's very, it's very funny, but, it, it, you know, I think at the end of the day, she's a really smart business person who's literally like she's made money and she knows how to make money and she knows how to make money by selling herself and that continues uh, to this day so this was a hiccup on it and she's a registered felon yeah in america so she can't like uh she couldn't go to speak at like someplace in england because felons can't can't get visas in like other countries a lot of the time from america so what's really interesting about that is and it's probably because she's a felon but Maybe it's because technically, because she was speaking, it would technically be a work visa. But with our passport, we can travel to the UK. Mm-hmm. Like, so she shouldn't have needed a visa. But maybe yeah, it's so because I, she was speaking. I guess if you're just going to get paid, you yeah, can't, you you can't need do a work it. visa. Yeah, because the same thing with Canada. She was going to like speak at some weird like boating festival in Canada, and like the one of the ministers of like uh, immigration uh, immigration in Canada heard the article that she couldn't. Uh, she was denied a visa to come in to the pumpkin show. What was it called? I it was it was pumpkin something. The Windsor pumpkin, pumpkin regatta. regatta. Oh, that's right. A regatta is like a sailing thing. Yeah, but anyway, like kayaking pumpkins in Nova Scotia. Anyway, it was a, yeah, a pumpkin regatta, and and the the prime minister of or the minister of citizenship and immigration was like, oh, we better get we better do it. He granted her like a uh, a temporary living visa so that she could come. And do it. And then it got rained out, so yep, she couldn't go she didn't anyway. Go. So all that work for nothing. Exactly. And I mean to this day she's still she's still a multimillionaire. She's back on top. She's the head of her company. And she's posting thirst traps on Instagram. Oh yes. Uh you mentioned this. I yes. don't I don't know what this is. Oh, I'm pulling I it don't up. know what a thirst trap is. So a thirst trap, Kashan, okay. is when people post sexy photos of themselves and they're like trying to get attention for it. Okay. So Martha Stewart on 
July 21st of 2020 posted this photo from her pool. She has a sexy pout. Oh, man. It's bokeh. It's bokeh. Clearly in portrait mode. <laughs> she's just serving us sass. She's, she's pounding her lips. She's doing yeah, a little bit of duck, duck face. face. She she's put like, makeup on to get into the pool. Weird choice. She did. And it, her caption is, which is, I think it's also very interesting, is her username is Martha Stewart 48 I'm like, why are you 48? But yeah, anyway. She wasn't even born in 48. Right. It doesn't make sense. Anyways. So, like, was there another person who got your name handle before <laughs> you got an Instagram? Probably Instagram was popular and she was in prison or something. But she says, my pool in East Hampton is the place to be on an 89-degree day. When I built the pool 30 years ago, it was designed to be as chlorine-free as possible with a natural concrete finish, no paint. And it fits in a long, narrow space between the house and the property line. I made it extra deep for diving with no protruding steps and we could really race the length without worrying about obstacles after all these years it is a fun place to swim god that's that's a lot of pool facts <laughs> a lot of shit that we didn't ask about martha you you you, you focused you put it in portrait mode we can't even see the pool no i can't even see the pool all i see is your face which i will say um, Martha's also gotten a shit ton of plastic surgery since getting out of prison. Because yeah, she you can looks tell her, fucking great. Her her face looks like you can barely move, though, when she talks. Like, that's one of the things from the clips of the Snoop Dogg show. Is that, yeah, like, like, her face that. her face barely moves. It's very weird. Well, it's pumped full of Botox. I mean, whatever. That's why she's almost 80 and looks so good. I've never understood that, though. It's like, just just be old. You're no, old. Just be can't. old. I'm Martha Stewart. I can never be old. Oh, well. Well, anyway, I think... That does kind of bring us to the end. I mean, she she so, she she rose, she fell, she and rose she rose again, again. And now people are wanking to her Instagram. Oh, please don't tell me anyone actually cranked down to that photo. Yeah, no people cranked oh, down to that photo. No. I'm gonna go home and crank out to that photo. Okay, and also sorry. Of course. Not to like get us. She has two thousand posts on Instagram. It's a lot. Okay, look how far down this post is. She's got to have she, a social media person, Oh, though, I right? mean, you know like, she does, Like, but she just takes some pictures and then someone else posts it. Like, that was her birthday. Wow. But she does multiple posts a day. It's too much. Yeah. Martha. I post on Facebook, like, once every two weeks. If that. If that. Probably more. No, I don't post that much. She's got a cute cat, though. Princess Peony. That is a cute cat. Uh, go go see Martha Stewart's cat. <laughs> uh, Martha Stewart, 48. She Martha. has a million followers. God damn it. She's so successful. <laughs> but if you want to follow someone else who's a little bit hotter than Martha Stewart because of age, and only because of age, uh, you can follow me at the Nina Kern. And if you want to follow someone who's much larger and much hairier than Martha Stewart, uh, I don't have an Instagram, but you can go ahead and uh, follow my Twitter uh, at Shake Despair. That's S H A K E D A S P E A R uh, on Twitter. I post a joke every three months, so that might be fun. You'll so, love it. So thanks for listening in, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode of White, White Collars, Collars, Red, Red Hands. Hands.